This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 182. Hey, it's Kim from TennisFixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With every episode, Tennis Quick Tips brings you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. Well, today I'm still talking about the Australian Open. I'm sure I'll bring up that time I went to the Australian Open in this podcast every chance I get. Anyway, a super critical match that happened while I was there was the quarterfinal match between Roger Federer and up-and-comer Tennis Sangren from the USA. During this match, Federer performed an absolute miracle, saving, get this, seven match points and ultimately winning the match in five sets. It was truly amazing. So what can you and I get from Federer's Houdini-like performance? In this episode, I'll tell you about what I saw and learned from this match and what you and I can apply to our own matches. So just keep listening. Before we get into this episode, however, how about a listener shout out? Here's a quick review from listener Mojo Lake. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly on Apple Podcasts. He or she says, I listen to this on the way to matches and when I can't sleep at night. Not that it puts me to sleep. Lots of common sense. Experienced players will know some of this, but there is something for everyone and nuggets throughout. Highly recommended. Mojo Lake, thank you so much for your kind review. And I will tell you, one of my inspirations for starting this podcast was that I too wanted something quick to listen to when I was on my way to matches. So I'm glad it's helping you. Again, thanks, Mojo Lake. I appreciate that you took the time to leave your review. And if any of you want to leave a review, just head over to tennisfixation.com slash apple. That will take you to the Tennis Quick Tips podcast page on Apple Podcasts, where you can leave your own review. And I'll be sure to give you a shout out right here if you do leave a review. And now... Let's get into this week's episode. So one of the most amazing matches that happened at this year's Australian Open was the quarterfinal match between Roger Federer and Tennis Sangren. Now, this is not a match that I was able to attend in person. Getting a last-minute ticket to a Federer match was impossible. But I did get a grounds pass that day, and I was on the tournament grounds while this match was happening. I was watching it on the big screen, sipping on an Aperol spritz, and hanging on to every single point, as was every person around me. And everyone was watching this match so intently, discussing it, analyzing it, and frankly, just being amazed by what we were seeing. And that's because in this match, Federer saved seven match points during the fourth set. Seven. 
That means that seven times in the fourth set, Federer was just one point away from losing the whole thing and exiting the tournament. And Sangren, his opponent, was just one point away from winning that match against Federer and advancing to the semifinals of this slam-level tournament. And that would have been the highest level Sangren had ever reached at a tournament of this level. Seven match points. To both of those players, those might have seemed like seven of the most important points they had ever played. Certainly, they must have seemed that way for Sangren. And even for Federer in that particular tournament, because as Federer reaches the end of his career and is looking to add maybe one more major title to his list, every tournament he plays in, every match he plays becomes critical to win. But here's what I saw as I watched that match. If you were just looking at Federer and you weren't in the middle of a crowd of tennis fanatics and you couldn't hear the TV commentary, I'm not sure you could have picked out which of those points in the fourth set were the seven match points. In other words, Federer looked just as calm and cool and confident on those match points as he did on every other point in that fourth set. Now, when I was looking back at news stories about this match, I found a New York Times article that reminded me that during the third set, which Federer lost 2-6, Federer received a code violation for an audible obscenity, which a lineswoman reported hearing him say. I was actually shocked to recall that because I don't know why I hadn't remembered it, Federer saying an obscenity. He became visibly upset during the match about that. He also called for a physiotherapist during the third set and then took an off-court medical timeout. All of that happened in the third set. So going into the fourth set, Federer wasn't necessarily going to be calm, cool, and confident. But during that crucial fourth set, Federer did not look like he had to work his way back into the groove and overcome an injury. He was attacking from the get-go, and he maintained that appearance throughout the set. There were no emotional outbursts, no more audible obscenities, not even when he won each of the seven match points, could you tell. There was no gesturing towards his box, no throwing of the racket when he lost important points that allowed those seven match points to occur. In other words, as far as I could tell, Federer played every point in that fourth set like it was of equal weight. Each point was an important point. Now, I don't know what was truly going on in Federer's mind. Who knows what his thoughts are when he plays tennis. I'm quite sure Federer has the ability to instantly get himself into the zone. And what he is thinking is nothing like what a recreational player like me, for sure, but probably like you too, nothing like what any of us ever think during a match. 
But on the outside, what I saw on that big screen TV and what Tennis Sangren probably was seeing was a supremely confident player who had no worries about the fact that he faced match point after match point. And that confidence coming across the net cannot feel good to an opponent. While Sangren had Federer on the ropes at several points, <laughs> seven points that we know of, Federer did not appear as if he saw it that way. And according to that New York Times article, Sangren lost five of those seven match points on his own unforced errors. Now, maybe Federer's attitude and appearance and seemingly fearless style of play were all no big deal to Sangren. He's a professional tennis player, and I'm sure he was well aware of what he was up against in his match against Federer. But think about that. He lost five of the seven match points on unforced errors. And listen to this statement that Sangren made in an interview shortly after his defeat. He said, quote, when I'm playing my best tennis, I feel like I'm competing with the best players. However, there are some things I still need to work on, probably to improve the mental aspect and not get so frustrated. I have to play focused and be positive, things like that, end of quote. So it sounds like Sangram was well aware that he wasn't playing his best, most focused tennis. And I believe Federer's intensity and focus, his mental edge, so to speak, did have something to do with how this match ultimately turned out. Certainly with how that fourth set turned out. Okay, so what's the lesson for you and me? How can we take what Federer does and put it to work in our own tennis game. Well, I believe the lesson is that, like Federer in that fourth set, we need to treat every point in our match as if it is a big point. Give each point just as much weight. Think about the positive impact this kind of attitude could have on your game. We often play by slowly working our way into a match. I do this. I bet a lot of you do it. We see how our opponents play. We see what is working well for us today and what's not going so well. We don't get aggressive until we perceive a big point has come. That big point could be when we're at game point or set point or match point. It could be when we're serving at 40-30 and we know we just need this one point to win our serve. It could be when we're serving at 30-40 and we know if we don't win this point, we're going to lose our serve. But what would happen if we treated every point before that like a big point? If we thought about and had a plan before we started each point? If we didn't just keep trying to get the ball back without thought as to how to take control and keep control, maybe we could win more points and ultimately win more matches if every point was seen as a big point. So the lesson I think we can learn from Federer's performance 
at the Australian Open is to adopt the mindset that every point is a big point. Play each point as if it is a critical point. Yes, this may require more thinking from you. It certainly would require more from me, more analyzing and more concentration. And this can be a little mentally tiring as you find yourself focusing for far longer in a match than what you're used to. But the payoff could be a big one. You can play more calmly, confidently, and with more focus. You can play in a way that will help you to win more points and as a result, more matches. Look, if we're going to model our game on any of the pros, Federer is the one I am always going to choose. I can't serve like Federer. I can't hit a one-handed backhand ground stroke like Federer. But I can attempt to project that calm and confidence on court. And I can do this by adopting the attitude that every point is a big point. Okay, that's it. That's your assignment for this week and your next match. See if you can get out there and do that. That's it for this week's Tennis Quick Tip. Thanks so much for listening. And be sure to check out the show notes for a transcript of this episode. You can find those over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips182. And if you're interested in tuning up your tennis serve, be sure and grab my totally free cheat sheet. 10 Quick Fixes to Improve Your Serve, No Lessons Required. In it, I give my 10 absolutely best tips for getting a better serve fast. Just go to tennisfixation.com slash free, F-R-E-E, to get instant access to that free resource. Thanks so much for listening, and thanks for letting me once again talk about my experience at the Australian Open because I was there. Did you know that? Anyway, I appreciate you. I appreciate your listening. And as always, happy tennis.